Hello world, this is your guy Guitar K and I would like to welcome you back to Cherry Hill, Baltimore, my podcast. This is season four, episode three, the title of this episode, The Devil Made Me Do It. Bullshit, the devil can't make you do anything. He don't got that type of power. He only has the power to suggest. He only has the power to put thoughts in your head, but it's you who make the final decision as to whether you do it or not. You have the power to fight against the devil. Now, before I get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, you know I like to give y'all a little bonus. And you know I like to tie the bonus into the meat and potatoes. It's kind of like a little appetizer. Now, years ago, there was an author, his name, Napoleon Hill. He wrote a lot of books. One of my favorite books by him is Think and Grow Rich, where he gives you a lot of insight and a lot of keys on how to use your mind and how to think and how to gain some wealth, how to gain some stability in this world. And that may be his best selling book, but I think that his most prominent book, his most strongest literary achievement is a book called Outwitting the Devil. In this book, he interviews the devil. Now, it is a great read, but it is also on audiobook. It is also on YouTube, read, read. The audiobook is read on YouTube. I suggest that you tune into that because it it reads as somebody's reading and somebody is interviewing the devil and is in like two different voices and you really get, it really hits home. It really makes it prominent. And in this book, the devil explains how he controls people's minds, how he infiltrates our neighborhoods and infiltrates our school systems and how he you know, pretty much convinces people to do his bidding. You know how he suggests things and how he get people to carry out those suggestions. And even though this book was written 80 years ago, I be damned the devil is still up to his whole tricks. See, the devil don't take no days off. He goes as far to say that he is the negative energy in the world. He is all the negative Anything negative in the world, that's where he chill at. You all know that we are made up of atoms. Everything in this world is made up of atoms. And even in atoms, atoms have a negative side. The devil say that he dwells in those negative parts of the atoms. So see, we need to be weary of what's going on. You need to know that the devil is alive and well. They say that the greatest trick that the devil ever played was to convince the world that he didn't exist. Because see, when you don't know that he's there... He got you already. You're just running off what he's telling you to do because you don't even know where the information is coming from. But when you know what he's doing and when you know his plots and plans, you can combat them. So, yes, people, I need you to know that the devil is alive and well. He is he's roaming the earth like a roaring lion looking for people to devour. And I'll be damned. He is devouring a lot of people. His job is to seek, kill, and destroy. And if you just open your eyes up, you will see that he is winning today. But if you know the story, <laughs> if you know the story, if you keep the faith, he can't beat you. He can't beat us. We need to fight him together. Now, you know, back in the day, it was a lot of big mamas, a lot of grandmamas, a lot of mothers. And Yesterday, I went up and visited my mom and we watched some church online. And the good brother was talking about this. What made old school grandma or mama 
you know, different from today's mama. You know, old school grandma made it off of limited resources. She took care of her kids and your kids and the neighbor's kids and everybody with less money, less education, less resources, just less of everything material or, uh, or less everything to the naked eye. But what she did have was a bigger faith and a bigger person or a bigger being and a bigger God. These mamas today don't have faith in God. They don't lean on God. They trying to lean on themselves and think that they are the ones that's doing everything. But no, big mama knew that through God's will and God's way, she was able to take care of herself, her kids, the neighborhood kids, the neighborhood and everybody else. And I think that we need to get back to that a little bit. I'm not trying to force feed religion to you people. I'm just saying you need to take some pages out of the people that raised you up. And then you need to raise the next ones up. The devil made me do it. That's some bullshit. He can't make us do nothing, people. In that book, it says that the devil operates in fear. Now, if anybody know a scripture, it say that fear is actually a sin. Because when you believe in God, you know that fear is not something that he lets you operate in. He wants you to operate in faith. We need you to replace all your fears with faith. Give it to God. Worry about nothing and pray about everything. Because see, in fear, you will make some bad decisions. In fear, you might blow somebody's brains out. In fear, you're going to do some things that you normally wouldn't do if you had faith. You might sit around and wait until the faith kicks in. Before you go out and rob somebody, before you go out and steal or hurt from somebody, if you have faith, you're going to wait patiently until your blessing come. But when you're living in fear, man, you, you, fear is like just bad emotion. Fear is, 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 man, that's a motivator of evil. Now, in that book, he asked the devil, what type of tricks does he use to control people's minds? And his exact response is fear. And he says, with fear, it's some certain characteristics that he like to throw on top of that. And six of the biggest ghosts of fear that he used reads as this. Poverty, criticism, loss of love, old age, ill health, and death. And when he asked him what's his most powerful ones, he said the, the first one and the last one. Poverty and death. He said he can use these two together or singularly in somebody's life at one point of time in their life and get control of them for their whole life. Yes, your fear of poverty, he got you. He can make you do some things. The fear of death, he got you. He can make you do some things. So you need to be aware of the devil's tricks in order to fight them. He said he liked to come after the drifters. See, the drifters is the people that just run around in the world, not knowing where they're going, not knowing who they are, not knowing what's really going on. That's the people that the devil prey on. He said he's scared of thinkers because it's hard for him to get into a thinker's mind. Somebody that's seeking the truth. Somebody that knows the truth. Somebody that knows him. Back in the day, the Rolling Stones had a song called Sympathy for the Devil, where the devil come out and say, you know, please let me introduce myself. 
<laughs> where he says all of the, the the ill things in in nature and in time where he put his hands in you know he talks about you know he was there when Pilate washed his hands and you know and condemned Jesus you know he was there back in World War One when the tanks rolled through Germany and the body stank you know he talks about all the things that he put his hands in and if it was a modern sympathy for the devil he would probably say something like I was there when the planes hit the tower you know I was there when the cop had his neck when the cop had his knee on George Floyd's neck you know I was there when George when when uh George Zimmerman seen Trayvon Martin with the hoodie and the skittles because see that's the type of fear that the devil operate in and cause some things to happen people you need to open your eyes. You need to know that the devil is alive and well. But you also need to know that he don't make people do the things. He just suggests it. And if you resist it, <laughs> he can't make you do it. Now, I'm pretty sure we all seen the cartoons where you have an angel on one shoulder and a devil on one shoulder. That is a brilliant illustration of how things really go. Because we all have that. But the sad thing is that the angel... The angel can't make you do nothing either. Both of them can only suggest for what you're going to do. The devil, he's going to suggest you do some old crazy stuff. The angel, he's going to suggest that, you know, you sit back and be patient and wait on God and let God handle it. But it's up to you which one you're going to choose. Hmm, that is such a great illustration of how decisions should be made. Don't be hasty. The devil going to be like, oh, man, we ain't waiting on God. We ain't listening to that angel, man. We need some money today. We try and do something. We try and do X, Y, Z today. And a lot of times people operate off of what that devil's talking about. And we all know the outcome. We can just look into the world today and see which decisions or which person or which shoulder thing that the people are listening to. A lot of people out here listening to the devil. But even with that, these people got a better chance than the people that don't even know that the devil exists. So we need to inform people that, hey, the devil is out here, man. The devil is he, he, he's in everything. He's in that negativity. He's in this evil. He's in the politicians. He's in the school systems. He's in the entertainment industry. He's in everything that we think might only be for good. See, the devil know how to get in with some good people, too. Because some good people out here that we consider good on the surface that don't know that the devil is in them. And they'll make some decisions thinking that it's the right thing to do. They say that the road to hell or the road to death is sometimes paved with good intentions. So, see, the devil could come in the form of a loved one that might seem like they're telling you the right thing to do. Might seem like they're telling you what they think is best. But like I said, the devil, he likes that. He likes you to listen to somebody else. He don't want you to be a free thinker and think on your own and do what's best for you. He don't want you to do what's best for you. He wants you to do what's best for his agenda. And sometimes he could bring it with a nice little tidy bow and a nice pretty package. So just beware of where you're getting your information from. Make sure you're getting the information from yourself. You better do some fact checking. You better do some soul searching. You better check to see if what's being told to you is lining up with what's really going on with you. That's all I'm saying. Because the devil's job is to seek, kill, and destroy. He don't take no days off. He coming for you every day. 
The devil come at you in the school system. The devil come at you in alcohol because that's when your brain ain't operating at 100 percent. He come at you through cigarettes because he's breaking your body down. And when your body break down, it's hard for you to think. It's sluggish. You're slow. Why would you want to think? He come at you through unhealthy foods because that makes you slow and sluggish and mess with your brain, make you not want to think. All of those things, alcohol, cigarettes, you know, unhealthy foods, they start bad habits. And in bad habits, you just become a drifter. You don't want to think anymore. You're slow, you're sluggish, you just want to wake up. And only thing you're drifting towards is your bad habits. You're drifting towards the alcohol. You're drifting towards the drugs and the cigarettes and the unhealthy food. Some people can't even operate till they get a cigarette. They mad at you. You ain't did nothing to them. Well, what's wrong with you? Why are you yelling at me? I ain't had my cigarette. I don't care. Nigga, you better get yourself together. You better get your mind right. You don't need no cigarette to be who you are, who you already are. You mean tell me you need to find a cancer stick, put some smoke inside of your lungs in order for the real you to come out. Think about that. That just sounds crazy. The devil is a lie. <laughs> but here have you believing those lies. If you if you don't break them patterns of those bad habits that he's been putting into our brains for years from seeing our grandmother smoke, from seeing our mother smoke, Newport pleasure. How that even sound? What's pleasurable about it? It don't smell good. It don't look good. It don't taste good. But some people think it's a pleasure. Some people can't operate until they get that new pot. People walk around selling Newports $5 a piece and people buying them too. People will beg to buy a cigarette. People asking you for a cigarette, don't even see you smoking. But they'll ask you, hey, my man, you got a cigarette? Nigga, what make you think I got one? Do you see me smoking? No. The devil is a lie. The devil made you do it. You better get out of here. You better start thinking for yourself. Start doing the right thing for you. And smoking and drinking and eating unhealthy foods and not exercising and practicing bad habits, that ain't it. Just know that the devil is still alive today. He's still on his job. He never takes no days off. But he can't make you do anything, people. You have the power to choose. He can only make suggestions. And I suggest that you continue to keep visiting Cherry Hill, Baltimore. I want to thank y'all for walking with me, talking with me. And as usual, stay tuned for more and more content. The devil is a lie.